thunderous trumpet, relish its rhythmic cry, sweet lyrical queen. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Human Person Podcast yes, today. I feel very welcome at the Human Person <laughs> Podcast today. It's been a while, but we recorded a couple of podcasts and we didn't like them. They were, they were just hot like, horse garbage. They're too much bitching. We were just bitching and complaining about shit. Two in a row, which is why we took a break and we re-ramped it. <clears throat> and we thought we'd do some segments that are pretty funny. Maybe do a few current events or whatever we want to talk about, but mostly segments. So haiku is one segment. Yeah. We love that. I we write them. She does. Tyler you puts do. music to them. Yes, I do. I do that. And suddenly they become spectacular. It's true. That... Kicked into 12th gear. <laughs> They do become kicked in the 12th gear. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I guess we can start our segments, can't we? We can. We didn't really practice this. We, I have a list. No, this is all, we're all ad-libbing. This <clears throat> yeah. Is, this is very Harmontown. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, it would be pretty easy to start with astrology. Oh, yeah. And get our voices warmed up. And yeah. then, then you can move on to the other ones that okay, might require cool. more vocal goodness. So, there's a lot of weird astrology shit going on. I tell you about it all the time because... keep Just keep talking to me about it. I'm interested. That's... I am <laughs> That's a weird prompt. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I was typing another segment, which I didn't want to forget. So. Ah, brilliant. Uh, so, now I'm done. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So, the like, Jupiter, the planet of expansion, has moved into Scorpio. What does planet of expansion mean? Because so, I'm hazy on that. Jupiter, even before the astrologers realized that Jupiter was a big gas ball in the sky, uh, it was the planet of expansion. It's massive. Um, and so, whatever sign it's in, it is generally... Uh, well, expanding the themes of that sign. I wonder how many Earths can fit in a Jupiter. A fucking shit ton. Yeah? I want to look. Um, but so, like, I have really good Jupiter placements in my chart, and people always say I'm really lucky and shit just works out, and that's one of the reasons. It's a, it's a good luck planet, and it's, like, it's generally considered very beneficial. So you mean placements in your birth chart? Yes. Okay, cool. That is what I mean. So Jupiter... Is was in a specific good place the minute you were born? Yeah. Is that okay? I mean, and Jupiter stays in the same place for like thirteen months. Okay, because it's huge. Yeah. Whereas the sun goes through a different sign every month. Month, right? And the moon every two and a half days. Well, really, the Earth is moving around the sun, so that's interesting. Yeah. But still, yeah. Okay. Oh, 1,300 Earths. 1,300 Earths can fit in one Jupiter. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, Jupiter is in Scorpio now. And Scorpio, the sign, is all about... Um, it's about the shadow side. It's about the, the darkness. And, like, on the opposite end of the Zodiac is Taurus. And it's all about life and and the brightness and the the changing of winter into spring and so scorpio is all about the changing of 
summer into fall or winter. It, it always comes around, you know, around Halloween. So Scorpio is about the darkness. Would you say it's about like the subconscious? I mean, that's one way to look at it for sure. Generally okay. people with a lot of Scorpio stuff in their chart, uh, end up goths <laughs> <laughs> or at least like curious about like otherworldly shit. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of about hidden, my understanding is kind of about hidden meanings kind of coming to light. Yeah. Jupiter and Scorpio. Yeah, so with Jupiter being there, it's basically just expanding shit that maybe we as individuals or a culture or a planet don't want to look at. And it's interesting that it occurs right around this time when there's all this shit going on with like, oh wow, more of the nation is way more racist than we thought they were. Oh my god, yeah. We'll go, I want to go into this, after you do this astrology thing, like, the evidence that we're looking at the dark side. Yeah. Um, and, like, for me, it brought up a lot of stuff about, like, self-worth and, and, and depression and mm-hmm. things that I thought I was pretty much over, but really wasn't, because, yeah, I had, I had a bitch of a month. Um, but, yeah, so the good news about Jupiter being in Scorpio is that it, um, by illuminating this stuff that we haven't wanted to look at, we get to deal with it and move on and become better people, better planet, etc. Or spiral into dark and horrible madness. But just die. till next year when it enters Sagittarius, which is a and great that'll be sign. That'll super duper party time yeah. because Jupiter is at home in Sagittarius and it'll be it'll be good luck party times. There'll be <laughs> a lot of a lot of bad decisions made, but for fun. But basically the next year about year would be just confronting like stop suppressing the negative feelings that you have or the negative beliefs confront them because when you shine the light on them is when they can disappear yeah well that's when you can reincorporate them you know like because like they're all just parts of ourselves Mm -hmm. we're the ones that say oh that's a bad part or whatever but Mm -hmm. like me you know having like self-worth issues and fucking depression issues is part of who I am and like by acknowledging it I can I can deal with it better well and I think acknowledging it too you diminish most of its power yeah like I know when you finally were like oh I feel like shit and this is fucking this it, it was like a few days later and you felt fine yeah that's usually all it takes for yeah it's yeah. just wallowing in it until I realize there's something wrong yeah yeah so, and that's something that I've, I am excited for this season because as hard as it's been, even for me in the past couple weeks, a little after you is when I started to get, it started to, all those old beliefs of feeling unworthy and just like the constant fear of everything from cancer to dying fucking unsuccessful and miserable. I mean, like... And everything in between hit me really hard. But I have said this in a previous podcast, and I've said it since several years ago. When we confront, when we confront the the demons, we fucking can get rid of them. So as weird as this is, I'm excited. Yeah, no, it's <clears throat> nothing but good news, and it's it's a you know fucking the darkness is an inherent trait of the existence of light. Mm-hmm. It's you know. 
it's not really a dichotomy. It's just the other side of a, of a thing. Mm-hmm. And I really, it's, that bothers me about some, is it Buddhism where it's like you have to find the balance between white or light and dark? Yeah. A middle way. Yeah. That like, because I like to just believe that there's a, there's pot, there's possibility to have a life that's just all good. That's just like, you have very little darkness, you know, or maybe you get all the darkness. Maybe that's it. You get all the darkness out of the way early, like we did, (laughs) but fingers crossed. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) oh, come on. We had fucking crazy earlier lives, but, um, so that always troubled me because I'm like, I don't want to live where it's half dark, half light, but perhaps learning to acknowledge it and embrace it, like I said, makes it easier to deal with like I could get behind that if it's not just like constantly bouncing between back and forth it's more like it's all about surfing that middle line Mm -hmm. acknowledging that there's both and then just you know to focus on the shit that makes you happy Mm -hmm. but don't ignore the shit that doesn't so you said that Scorpio or no Jupiter entered Scorpio yeah what else is going on and when did that happen like a few weeks ago yeah something like that okay um, there's a bunch of shit going on. I don't know. <laughs> there was just yes, a, you do. <laughs> there was just a full moon in Taurus, and I guess it was a super moon. And I last night's the first night I slept in like three days because the vibes were so heavy. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know what else is going on in the main planetary climate. I just I just know what's going on for me. So the Taurus full moon, I know you mentioned Taurus was the opposite end of the spectrum for Jupiter and Scorpio. How did that play out? Well, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> okay. I've exhausted my astrological things. Okay. Well, uh, we were talking about or I was saying that bring up the weird dark shit that's coming up. So like Scorpio, I mean, Jupiter entered Scorpio and the Weinstein, Weinstein thing. I mean, that was fucking huge when that broke. It was like, what the fuck? It's like so many people. And the stories are wild. I mean, the stuff that I hear, I don't need to go into it. You already know all all about it, but... The interesting thing was his letter that he wrote to the New York Times, which if you... That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. If you haven't given it a read, please do. Maybe I could read it here. What do you think? Should I? Yeah, I feel like it. it's sad. Like, <laughs> Just don't read it in the voice, because that was the sad part. You should read it in your... <laughs> you should read it in the in the voice of, uh, of uh, the guy from Rocky Horror Picture Show. You do a great one. I mean, I can do that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to look that up. Let me look it up, and you talk about it. Well, won't it give it away if I talk about it? Well, what else happened? The Weinstein Weinstein accusers. There's all this stuff coming out about, you know, Trump's whole deal. Fucking... Yeah. That all of a sudden, it's becoming public knowledge that his rise to power was much shadier than anybody... Well, except for the people who knew that the only way he could get into power was through shady shit. Yeah. Uh, thought that it would be. Well, and, uh, and, uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, yeah. Kevin Spacey, where he, I mean, this is 30 years ago, so this is a good example of, like, the darkness being brought to light, where he, like, 
assaulted a kid, a 14-year-old. And, you know, I, I, I mean, he, it was 30 years ago. Like, I'm sure he regrets all of that. And in his apology letter he did, or his statement, he regretted it. But the interesting thing is he came out as gay in that same Like the next the same sentence. Breath. Yeah, which is... I'm very sorry I molested a small child when I was 20. Also, also I'm, gay. I'm gay. That's just, I feel like it reflects poorly on... Kevin it, Spacey is on, who that reflects Yeah, like, it's, it's fucked up because basically doing it that way and i guess there's no real good time to come out well no no there's a there, you there's can a come much out better time to come out yeah that. yeah and like maybe he just couldn't handle it anymore it's been it's just been too long he just needed to come out have a separate press conference yeah have a separate one i feel i feel like that wasn't the best way to do it because for the haters for the people who well it just sounds like he's fucking like oh i molested this kid but like I'm gay, so... I don't know, it's like he it's was like trying to lessen him. the blow yeah. or something. And yeah, it's which like... isn't true. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm... And what I say isn't true is that gay guys molest little boys. You have to be attracted to children. Like, you have to be a pedophile to molest little... Yeah, so... That's a different thing entirely. Um, and it's not because you're gay that that happens. It's just like... I think, uh... The feeling that I get from it is that it was, it was just poor, it was poor timing on his part, and it just fucking, I, I'm just shaking my head, S, SMH, so many hard-ons. So many hard-ons. <laughs> oh, no, that's bad, that's a bad, <laughs> shouldn't put that right there. No, that's perfect, yeah. that's where that belongs. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna read so that letter. Hard-ons. So, to preface this letter, this is what he, when the New York Times broke the story, this is what he wrote to them and you'll it becomes clear especially towards the end why this is he's lost his marbles i it's like actually i read it three times and the third time i was like oh i read it out loud twice the second time i read it out loud i was like i i feel icky doing this (laughs) like here we go okay so oh and read in the voice of what's the guy's name again i don't know he is the guy from... He's the butler, or the handyman from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Madness <laughs> takes one. its toll. That one. This is Harvey Weinstein's letter. I came of age in the 60s and 70s, when all the rules about behavior and workplaces were different. That was the culture then. I have since learned it's not an excuse in the office or out of it, to anyone. I realized some time ago that I needed to be a better person and my interactions with the people I work with have changed. I appreciate the way I've behaved with colleagues in the past has caused a lot of pain, and I sincerely apologize for it. There I'm trying to do better. I know I have a long way to go. That is my commitment. My journey now will be to learn about myself and conquer my demons. Over the last year, I've asked Lisa Bloom to tutor me, and she's put together a team of people. I've brought on therapists, and I plan to take a leave of absence from my company and to deal with this issue head on. I so respect all women and regret what happened. I hope that my actions 
will speak louder than words, and that one day we will all be able to earn their trust and to sit down together with Lisa to learn more. <laughs> Jay-Z wrote in 444, I'm not the man I thought I was. I better be that man for my children. The same is true for me. I want a second chance in the community, but I've, I know I've got to work, work to do. <laughs> I know I've got work to do to earn it. I have goals now that are priorities. Trust me, this isn't an overnight process. I've been trying to do this for ten years, and this is a wake-up call. I cannot be more remorseful about the people I hurt, and I plan to do right by all of them. I am going to need a place to channel that anger, so I have decided that I'm going to give the NRA my full attention. I hope Wayne Lapierre will enjoy his retirement party. I'm going to do it at the same place I had my bar mitzvah. I'm making a movie about our president. Perhaps we can make it a joint retirement party. One year ago, I began organizing a $5 million foundation to give scholarships to women directors at USC. While this may seem coincidental, it has been in the works for a year. It will be named after my mom, and I won't disappoint her. Okay, so... Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> well, he doesn't even sign it. No. It's strange. So, there, this raises more questions than anything. So, yes, he apologized. He, I love that he admitted that he fucked up, and he apologized. And that he's working on it. But it's basically just like, well, I was, you know, 60s. <laughs> Yeah, he, he definitely blames, he makes excuses, which everyone does. I mean, everyone makes excuses for their behavior. So I understand that too. But what I don't understand is why he quotes Jay-Z. That is a baffling quote. And the quote wasn't... Didn't it, make any It made it worse. And then, and then, although I think we can assess that he Has is lost not, his goddamn yeah, mind. Well, we can say for the NRA thing... He's not going to go and take over LaPierre's job, but it's really gray area. Like, is he making a documentary about LaPierre? Like, no, I think what he's saying, he's threatening the NRA. He's threatening it's, the NRA, but, but it sounds like, because he said he's going to channel his anger and give his attention to the NRA, it sounds like he's going to buy a bunch of rifles. Like, that's what it sounded like to me. I was like, what the I fuck is he saying? <laughs> yeah, well, because he said, channel my anger and give my attention to the NRA in one sentence. I was like... Yeah, I just figured he was going to channel his attention at trying to destroy the NRA. And that well, whole thing about, like, Wayne Lapierre's retirement party, I well, just figured... Well, later, that, when I heard that, I was like, okay, so he this is a threat. But in the same... I was like, why is he doing it at the same place he had his bar mitzvah? Why does he even mention that? Why is he mentioning that he's having... He's making a movie about the president and that they're going to retire together? I... It's... He's lost his mind. It's And the thing that is weird, too, is that you know he has a ton of people around him who could have screened it and been like, 
okay, buddy, we're just going to focus on the apology and yeah, we're gonna the charity. Yeah, we're going to cut the two last paragraphs yeah. out. No, Jay-Z they, quotes. She shouldn't have even mentioned that charity. Oh, like, well, I mean, I get it. it. It dulls the blow. Like, But still, it definitely looks like he's trying to put a Band-Aid on something. And then he mentions can't put a Lisa Band-Aid Bloom. on a fart. Yeah, like, we don't know who Lisa Bloom is. Maybe she's a famous sex psychologist? I don't know. Maybe you guys know who Lisa Bloom is. We don't. I don't. It's a bizarre letter. And... And if you don't know, Harvey Weinstein's whole jam was... It was, what, like, having a woman come to his office for, like, an interview or something? It was in a hotel. Okay, yeah. So, So several... Go ahead. So, well, you know it better than I do. You should, you should relay this. So I read several of the accounts that were similar in that he would, he had already set up a meeting with them, which was maybe like a, the, the women seemed to think that it was a meeting that had to discuss, uh, had to do with discussing an upcoming role. Um, and they would go to the hotel room and they thought there'd be a lot of people there, but there was just him and his robe and he would like ask for a massage and they would say no. And he would continue to ask. And then a lot of the times he would just throw himself on top of the woman and start eating her pussy. So (laughs) that was more than one account. More than one person said that. Here's the thing about being raised in the (laughs) sixties. I don't think it, it it makes it okay to just force cunnilingus upon people. Like, my dad was raised... He's like the <laughs> same age as Harvey yeah, Weinstein. Yeah. I am 99% sure that my dad has never called anybody up to a hotel <laughs> and then forced cunnilingus upon them. Or ever force it upon anyone who they weren't... He wasn't like with i imagine i doubt that would be shocking if that was something that he did knowing him knowing other people who are his age like i don't it's just a strange it's a strange thing but uh yeah yeah so so what other current events do you have you want to move on to the current event segment well i mean we're pretty much already there (laughs) we are yeah that was a beautiful segue yeah well, we didn't even know what had happened. <laughs> we didn't. Um, but you know what I do want to bring up, actually, while we're still talking about Weinstein, is women standing up for themselves, because this is, like, something you talked about uh, in Dan Harmon's latest podcast, how I listened to that. Oh, yeah. How the guy, they were taking photos, Dan Harmon and his girlfriend were taking photos of each other, just a brief recap, and they're at a bar, and this guy is like, here, let me help out that photo. And he goes up to Dan Harmon's girlfriend while Dan's taking the photo and adjusts her bike helmet, which is on her head. Turns and then, the helmet around backwards, then her hair is all fucked up. And, and then, then he, he brushes his hand against her cheek to move her hair against her cheek, which is freaky. It's a shitty thing to it's do. It's a shitty thing to do. And, like, you know... What Dan Harmon said was that Cody was mortified. And the reason why I bring this up now is because of some of those accounts that I was reading, it's like the women thought their career was on the line, you know? So they didn't want to say anything. Yeah. 
But man, there's that quote from that fucking, that show, Unbreakable, the first episode. We only watched the first episode of that show. I didn't watch the first episode. Okay, well, well <laughs> the guy, the, the, this guy is interviewing the women who have been stuck away in their mole hole forever, like, by this evil guy that kept them underground for years. And he's like, it's always amazing to me what women will do as to not seem rude, so as to not seem rude. And I was like, that's so fucking true. It's like, it's like, we're all, I, as a woman, like, if someone came up to me and brushed their finger on my face, I'd be like, I would fucking slap my head back and be like, what the fuck? Or at least be like, whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, I would definitely not let him do it to the other side. Maybe he got in one side, you know, but I would not do that. I feel like we have to, because we're not property, because we cannot expect, like, I wouldn't expect you, Tyler, my husband, to fight somebody while I stood by. Like, the first thing I would do if that guy touched my face is be like, whoa, stop. And then maybe you'd get behind me, but I feel like you leave it up to me to make that decision. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where we're at with these guys. It's like, all this stuff about Weinstein and, like, sexual assault and really women's rights, like, women, you gotta start standing up for yourselves, too. Like, it can't just be that the guy... We can't expect the guy... When we expect a guy to stand up for us, we're basically giving them the power. Yeah. Yeah. Martin was talking about this Weinstein shit. Mm-hmm. Or something. Martin's a bartender where I work. Um... And he was saying that his lady just fucking headbutt somebody who did that shit. Yeah. Yeah, like... That's a keeper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely not take it. No. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird thing. I don't know, though. Like, some, sometimes... Like, I've definitely been in situations where, like, unexpected weird shit like that happens. And mm-hmm. you just kind of freeze sometimes. Definitely, yeah. Definitely freeze sometimes. But I... And I think part of the reason why I wouldn't take it is well there are a couple reasons one i grew up in a household where i was the youngest and the only girl with a single parent dad and my brothers were much older than me nine and ten years older than me so i had to fucking stand up for myself um i had learned early that i needed to like say something to guys (laughs) um and then the other thing is since i bartend I've been called so many names and have had to kick people way bigger than me out and, like, way stronger than me out. Like, I think I'm not as afraid of doing that as I think probably the average woman would be just by cultural programming where we're kind of taught to not stand up for ourselves. Well, in the situation with Harvey Weinstein, it's like, I mean... That's they, different. They, like... They had every reason to think that their job was on the line. Yeah. Because somebody like that, I mean, like, he produces all the fucking massive movies. Like, if Harvey Weinstein decides to blacklist you, I feel like you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, you are. So, I get, I get, I understand that a little better. Um, But then again, it's like, we're just kind of taught, women are just kind of taught to sacrifice our own morals in order to get ahead. Which is, you know, something that we, we should take, we should start taking back. Um, yeah, you yeah. just give your morals away for the things that you want to give them away for. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> stuff that you actually find is a priority. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. that doesn't make sense in any way, does it? 
So that's my little spiel on that. And I'm not trying to uh, divide women further um, because, like Tyler said, I think, you know, in the moment it's kind of hard to say things. Yeah. Yeah. So in the moment it's hard to say things. It is. Um, and But what I'm saying now is that maybe we can learn from it and we can... Like, don't be afraid to stand up for we yourself. We can kick the Fuck balls it. right off of Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Well, Fuck I'm, that cunt. I mean, and he sounds crazy, so I feel bad for him, kind of. I don't. Yeah, like, I mean, he... That's a dude who gets off on power. Yeah, I, I that's don't true. feel bad about that that's guy. True. Fuck that That letter, guy. though. God, he sounds fucking insane. Oh, man. yeah. No doubt. Yeah. So... <clears throat> um, Other current events would be... I mean, you guys all know. Oh, you don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry. We're ignoring the microphone. <laughs> that is what we're doing. We're, we are ignoring the microphone and yeah. speaking to one another instead of speaking to an imaginary audience, which is most definitely imaginary. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think Jeannie listens. <laughs> Shout out to my Aunt Jeannie. Oh, shit. <laughs> what up, J-Money? <laughs> um... Cash so, money, Susan. <laughs> I feel like she'd be Susie. So you have J Money. I want Susan. Susie. Susu dollar sign. Susie Lude. <laughs> Susie, Susie Lude. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like uh, like a late seventies glam. Yeah. Chick rocker. Yeah, because there was that one lady, right? What was Susie her name? Susie and the Banshees. Yeah, sure. I was thinking of someone else. But yes, we'll go with that one. <laughs> and I can't name the other one, so it probably was that one. Uh. Um, so anyway, the other thing is the, the Trump administration, the all of the Russian allegations. I don't want to go too much into that because there's so much information. Yeah. You can it's... find out on yourself or, or for yourself. I, I could find out on you myself. Can. Oh, yeah, I'm talking to Tyler right <laughs> now. Um, but the... Uh, the main gist of it is that <clears throat> do tell is that Mueller or Mueller, I'm not exactly sure. I heard it was Mueller. So, uh, he indicted some people who are associated with the Trump campaign and today, which is big. I mean, one of the guys pled guilty, which means he's probably working with the FBI and has been working with the FBI to gather information. Probably. The other thing is the today a German newspaper uh, was given, I think it was something like almost a hundred documents that ties close people to Trump to the Kremlin. So the worst one of which is uh, Jared Kushner, uh, Trump's. I don't know who any of these people. Jared are. Kushner is Trump's son-in-law, married to Ivana. Ivana? Oh, yeah, the daughter Trump wants to fuck. Oh, God. Ugh. So, <laughs> anyway. He's made it very clear. Oh, it's gross. So, um, the what the documents say is that Kushner essentially, Kushner's someone close to him or him, he made money off of the Kremlin even though he said he didn't in the document when he was starting to take over. Like, so all these people have said, no, I haven't made money. I don't have Russian ties. 
But what's coming out is that, yes, they did have Russian ties. I think Kushner is super close to Trump, so that's going to be an interesting to see how that plays out. I mean, it is Sunday, so we'll probably have to wait till tomorrow to see if anything happens. Which, like, I don't know about anybody else, but, like, when Trump started appointing all of these fucking people... My first thought was that they had ties to Russian shit. Like, that was, that was the first fucking thought that I had. And, like, when you were reading me that fucking, that article this morning uh, with Mueller's indictments, and mm -hmm. like, oh, they're, they're connected, I swear to God I had already heard that. Mm -hmm. But, like, maybe I just was spot on when I assumed that that yeah. would be the case. Yeah, or maybe another dimension bumped into your memory. Maybe you're... It you're, seems right. I don't remember things in this dimension often. Yeah, you're... <laughs> con would we say that one podcast? Your consciousness just has many different meat bodies in many different dimensions all at once, so yeah. maybe that's why we have weird false memories. But anyways, we'll get back to the current event thing. But um, uh, the other thing that I found interesting was the tweets, where it was like, they... Uh, I don't know who they is. The state... Department? I don't know. They figured out all of the accounts that were Russian bots on Twitter. And Shout they, out to Duncan Trussell, who yeah, he, called that shit from a mile yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, so, I mean, the State Department called out, or they listed in this article, all of the people who retweeted bot tweets, which includes the president, the president's son, a bunch of his aides, and this is all fake bots, so they're re retweeting these stories. But it's not just the right wing, like, a bunch of celebrities and journalists as well retweeted stuff. So, like, including Sarah Silverman, Trevor Noah, Nicki Minaj, um, a bunch of people. And what happens when these, in Twitter, what happens is when these celebrities retweet something it becomes the algorithm goes oh shit this person retweeted it it's important so you know fuck it we're gonna make it important whereas usually you know if a bot tweets something there it's very low on the thing but then one of them was a uh, this fake right one of them was this fake right-wing tennessee uh democrat tennessee republican party group with millions of followers it's like 40 uh -huh. and trump retweeted something from them what'd they say uh it i mean i don't remember i don't remember there was like a couple fake stories like about a riot in sweden and like all this random shit huh. and the 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 stuff that trevor noah and sarah silverman retweeted was the russian bots also created an account that was a black activist and they basically said it was like, oh, the first black person to graduate here. So one of them retweeted that. Um, and a couple of other things where it, they was just fake. I mean, and to me, that just, that makes me think that they were just, it was just meant to divide us. Yeah. You know, it was just meant to so... I mean, that seems like the whole point of this it election. It is, yeah. It was just meant to so discontent and to scare us. Um, I just, the... It's so interesting, Twitter. It's so interesting because it's like everything happens so quick. No one checks into it. Who's who's to blame? It's like hard. Like the people who go on Twitter. Well, I mean, I have Twitter and like I read it, You're but to I don't. Blame. <laughs> I fully accept responsibility for Russian bots. 
But I, uh, how many other bots are there out there? I mean, there are probably tons that are just meant to sow discontent. Like, people just fucking fucking with with us, and we get so involved in the internet. Ever since I heard Duncan Trussell talking about yeah. fucking how the potential for most of Twitter to be bots was a possibility, like, it made so much sense to me. Because, mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is Twitter? Twitter is the lowest common denominator. <laughs> like, it's fucking... It's just, it's, they limit you to 140 characters, mm-hmm. so you can't develop any fucking thought. Mm-hmm. And it's just quick flashes that people mistake for truths. Mm-hmm. And so we live in a fucking culture right now where if it's printed, people will just regurgitate it. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what the school system teaches us to do, so, like, why wouldn't we fucking carry that on into our daily lives? Mm-hmm. But it just, Twitter, to me, just seems like a tool to divide the populace. Mm-hmm. Control and manipulate. Yeah. It's yeah. it it's really fucking ingenious mimetic mind control. Mm-hmm. Just tiny little doses of things that unpack into your brain and it it'll fucking filter out anything that doesn't fit your worldview. Mhm. Yeah. I remember when Twitter first came out and I was like I think a newspaper quoted a Twitter and I was like it's fucking Twitter. It doesn't matter. And now everybody quotes Twitter. There'll be, I mean, and Trump fucked it, is fucking himself over by all of his tweets, his ridiculous tweets. I mean, like, this is, it's like such a powerful tool at this point. It is. Um, for manipulation and control and... Pacification. Yeah, pacification. Sedation. Yeah, yeah. Probably better than, better than Facebook or Instagram. I mean... Yeah gets you sucked in you fucking lose hours to mm-hmm. down the twitter k-hole mm-hmm. and just come away reinforcing your own shitty beliefs yeah yeah no thank you you guys should uh or uh big data big data the band oh fucking, yeah. yeah yeah they yeah that, all, all that. their songs are about that <laughs> about <Yeah>. fucking <laughs> i love that album big data 2.0 it's fucking genius <clears throat> It's one of the best pop albums I've ever heard. It's so good, yeah. So, what else is going on? Oh, I have to talk about the Vegas shooting. I know oh, we cut it before. It's just going to be quick, though. There are just so many anomalies. Most recent one was that his hard drive was missing uh-huh. from... Uh, then they don't know where it is. So... So, wait. The hard drive is missing. Does that mean that they had it at one point and now they don't? No. It means that one of his computers in his suite was missing a hard drive just from when they got it. It seems weird that the man would be using a computer without a hard drive some crazy how. I wonder how that could be. Or maybe if somebody took it. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, so... But then who? Yeah, so there... What are all the fucking weird things? It was like the timeline was changed a bunch. So Uh, many times. I'm going to do this quickly because I know that you've heard a shit ton. But the timeline was changed. There's still no motive. Uh, Jesus Campos, the guy, the security guard. Is he still missing? No. So he did his first interview on Ellen. That's odd. He decided to go. So he was set to do all those interviews. Yeah. 
and then right before he was set to do them, disappeared, disappeared. to rehab or something. No, a clinic. Uh, the text a clinic? was a quote quit clinic, but the union rep, because he's in the union, said he didn't know where he was and he hoped he was okay, and he didn't really reappear until he did this interview on Ellen. And what he said was he wanted to do it on his own terms. He was afraid of, you know, what, like, because his biggest interview was on Fox News. He was afraid of, like, if they would fuck with him. And he's probably fragile. But, I mean, that alone would be fine. Whatever. I get it. But there are so many weird things. Like, the fucking hard drive. There's that. There's the two, the two windows that were busted out. With one of them was behind a closed door. Um, that was barricaded and, or I don't know if it was barricaded, but it was at least closed shut to where they had to, the SWAT team had to breach it with an explosive. They couldn't just knock it down, apparently. So, oh my God, we could go on and on. But I'm not going to. Instead, what I'll just say is it's important to question these kinds of things. Especially right when they first happen. Yeah, and this goes this goes with any shooting, anything. Like, we are... I feel like we are ants working for... We're ants in a fucking ant tank. What are those called? <laughs> An ant farm? An ant farm, yeah. You know? We're, we're nothing to this, to this big silent oligarchy... That runs the country. And this is all speculation. I don't know if this is true. How dare you. You know, and it's possible that's not true, but it's also possible that it is true. So, you know, why... I, I don't know. I... Let me get a straight thought here. <laughs> Tyler laughs at me. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. It's just... I'm, I'm stoked <laughs> that you're trying to, like, reel it in. It is important to question everything... We have to, we have to question everything. We have to. Holy shit, to. we're recording this on the 5th of November, V for Vendetta. Oh shit, that's awesome. 5th of November. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know about that. Yes. I was raised by two people, I mean, you know, I was mm -hmm. raised by two people who, I mean, my mom, I feel like, trusts the government. My dad doesn't trust the government. He was in <laughs> Vietnam, like, mm -hmm. he was smart enough to fucking realize that that was a shit show. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, they, their whole deal was like always question everything mm -hmm. except us. That shit's <laughs> annoying. Yeah. But that, that didn't work. Um, so yeah, it is important. I, I personally have to detach from that shit because I'll, I'll go close encounters crazy and mm -hmm. fucking end up with a tinfoil hat, like living under my own house um, if I get too wrapped up in it. So I understand why people don't. But, you know, it's interesting because, like, there's that whole thing on Transmetropolitan, how, you know, Spider Jerusalem, the psychopath reporter based on Hunter S. Thompson, basically fucks all these politicians over just by doing a pretty basic amount of research mm -hmm. because they don't even tr like the powers that be don't even try to bury stories anymore they just leave them they mm -hmm. don't fucking delete anything mm -hmm. so with a little bit of digging if you're so inclined you can fucking find out all kinds of shit mm -hmm. which is what you have been up to god yeah like i did all i did and all i did all i did was constantly check the headlines that were coming out in the beginning 
and I just cataloged all that stuff. Like, that's all I did. I didn't, I didn't go crazy, like, digging deep. I didn't get sucked into any conspiracy theories that did, like, there are a ton that were, like, ah, no base. And there are, like, videos that are, like, oh, second shooter. You can't trust videos. You know, like, you just can't. There's, they can be edited. You just never know. So Editing software is way too good these days. Yeah. All I did was write down all of the headlines that came out immediately because I think somewhere in there the truth is buried. And whether or not, maybe it was just a crazy guy and it was a one-person thing. It Who wasn't... Was somehow using a computer with no hard drive. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Why? I... Don't even get me sorry. There's so many things. But... Even if it was just one crazy guy who did it, um, what was my point? I think my point was that it's just, it's such a weird case. It's, there's so many weird things. There's just, there's a lot of holes. There's a lot of of questions. There's a lot of behavior that seems like cover-up-y. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, the... The fact that that guy just disappeared for a, quote, quick clinic right before he was supposed to go on air... Really seems like somebody was like, oh, hey, by the way, if you're going to say anything that's not on this piece of paper, we're going to kill your family. Yeah, yeah. It does seem like that. And then the um, the piece of paper that they found in his suite, which was the trajectory and all that for the for shooting down into a crowd, but there are no calculations. It was just the the final info, which suggests that he did it on his computer. And maybe he had more than one computer in there, which is possible. But yeah, and then he had all this video equipment in there, and like nothing's coming out over the video equipment, like nothing. The Mandalay Bay said that, or there's video footage of him with another person a few days ahead of time, and now they're saying that he wasn't with another person a few days ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> well, now that we're talking about it, I may as well just get into it. Oh, Jesus. I don't have to. I mean... I suppose you, you can. No, I'm not. I'm not gonna get too into it. But As she pulls out a notebook. Oh yeah, I just go over the brief topics. Reno, uh, Paddock's Reno, Nevada home was broken into. Police have no suspects, mm-hmm. and they don't know what was taken. It was already the FBI and the police were already there, so that's fucking weird. Um, the note, the timeline changed a bunch. Let's see. Oh, the key card. That's the fucking weirdest big... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the key card. The key card was used... One of the headlines said the key card was used uh, while Paddock's car was checked out of the garage. So Paddock's, the shooter's, key card was used in his room. Not the master key, not the key that the housekeeping people use, but his specific key card was used at his room while the car was checked out of the lot. So that what that says to me is somebody checked his car out of the lot, and he stayed, or... Vice versa. Vice versa. So, and that, that's, that was a huge headline where it said, there, maybe there's another shooter. And then it was like 30, 36 minutes later, the headline, NBC said, authorities certain there was not another shooter. Yeah, and then they never mentioned the key card thing again. Never again. Yeah. Uh, what else? Oh, the security guard thing was interesting. It's like he showed up because of the open door that was nearby on that floor. It's yeah, like there that was like whole thing was weird. Yeah, there was ra- he didn't he the security guard didn't show up because of shooting. 
he showed up because just coincidentally a door nearby was open, which is strange too. Um, oh yeah, Paddock called in the night before. He called to con complain about the people's below loud music, loud country music that was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, reported he was seen with mystery woman, piece of paper. Yeah. Fucking. Anyway, I won't go on. You can you can deduce your own things, but there's so many. It's just too. It's too strange. It's too strange. Something's wrong. It is odd. With all of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, something is wrong with the whole fucking shebang, but... Yeah. This, specifically, is super shady, and it just, it seems like they're not even trying to, mm -hmm. to make it look good. Like, mm -hmm. they're, it's like, they're like, oh, we don't give a fuck. Like, eh, just, you know, no need to cover our tracks on this one. Yeah, yeah. Fucking public won't care. Well, that's the... Alright, yeah, no, I'm done. No, go, go. Nope, done. There's just all the stuff about disinformation, and that's part of, like, any successful intel is putting out information that is false so that if any real information leaks out, there are conflicting reports, mm -hmm. and it just... So it's hard to sift through things yeah. like this. And we're so geared in this society that, like, anybody... We're generally taught that anybody who says things like, oh, you know the government's out to get you is labeled a conspiracy nut and then is discounted even if they, the information they have is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A paranoid is just somebody with all the facts. Yeah, well, and I, what I find interesting is when I was talking about this to customers at the bar, it wasn't a shock to them. Like, they were like, yeah, this does seem weird. I agree with you. It wasn't, they didn't, like, back away slowly and so I think that's another sign that perhaps the people, the masses, are going, wait. Waking up a tad? Yeah, they're going, what the fuck is happening out there? This yeah. is fucking weird. So that's a good sign. Um, but what do we do? I mean, like, I, can, I could spiral out of control down into this rabbit hole and end up fucking crazy. But I live in this society, so, you know, I need to remain grounded. I need to function, excuse me, in this society. So... It's important to have all the facts, but it's also important to remain grand grounded and not... I remain grounded by avoiding the shit and just assuming shit. the worst. Yeah. Just to <laughs> assume I... This is how I deal with it. I assume that the government is corrupt and that all these things are basically... Like, all mass shootings and everything all have an ulterior motive, and it's usually to get more control over the people or distract us or whatever. Mm -hmm. And if I just think that about all of the things, then I can be like, oh, okay, cool. That's, yeah. that's that. I don't have to dig into it. I don't have, you know, like, my reality or my... my uh, my hope that the government is a good thing and mm -hmm. out to protect everybody isn't shattered. I mm -hmm. just assume the worst because yeah. historically speaking, it's a safer bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that concludes our current events portion. Yes, of it does. The that concludes our current events portion. And now I'm going to pee. Well, let's lighten it up here. Why don't you choose the next segment? Here comes the next segment. The most offensive segment. Let's see. Okay, we, we did should current have the events. Because who knows what we're going to say. We did astrology. 
so we did haiku. Mm-hmm. I think it's time for Sarah Sings a Song. Sarah Sings a Song! Yeah. All right. Well, you know what to do. Okay, so uh, for for the listeners out there, this is a segment that we dreamed up because Sarah is an amazing singer. Uh, <laughs> it's a segment that you're all about. I dreamed up, fine, then, uh, because Sarah is an amazing singer <laughs> and she often tries to relate to me what songs she is thinking of and it's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Tyler's going to pick a song. I am going to pick a song. Or you're going to pick a song. <laughs> and uh, you're going to sing it. Indeed. And no. I wonder, no, I'll just, I'll just say what it is and then you can sing it. And maybe in mm-hmm. the future I will like have a list and oh, you yeah. can try to sing them and then we'll give the audience a moment to guess okay. what that song was okay. <laughs> before the big reveal. Okay. But for now, I didn't think about this. What about Jumpin' Jack Flash? By the Rolling Stones? By the Rolling Stones. Okay. Jumpin' Jack Flash, you know it's a splash. Jumpin' Jack Flash, you know it's a splash. Jumpin' Jack Flash. <laughs> Got it rolling. <laughs> and that's why we did this segment. Do another one. So here, let me sing a little bit of Jumpin' Jack Flash. Okay. Here we go. I was born in a crossfire hurricane. Yeah. What's the chorus go like? Jumping Jack Flash. It's a gas. So I kinda. Yeah, but it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It just it doesn't do that that many times. Uh let's see. This is how we do it. By Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. And the feeling's right. Party's here on the west side. I'm an off and I got the video. No, that it go. This is how we do it. This is my new favorite segment. <laughs> this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Na 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 na. Do the first verse, what I was trying to do. Uh, this is how we do it. It's Friday night and I feel alright. The party's here on the west side. So I reach for my 40 and I turn it up. Designated driver, take the key to my truck. Hit the show cause I'm faded. Honey's in the streets, ain't money, are we made it? It feels so good in my hood tonight. The summertime skirts and the guys ain't good night. All the gangbangers <laughs> forgot about the drive-by. Gotta get your groove on before you gon' get paid. So tip up your cup and throw your hands up. And let me hear the party <laughs> say I'm kind of buzzed and it's all because So you know all the words to that song Yeah, that was the first CD I ever bought Oh The CD single <laughs> I don't remember what the B-side was mm-hmm. He really only had that song <laughs> Do another one This is fun Um Amy Winehouse Which song? Black. 
Back to Black? Yeah. That one? I don't fucking know it. <laughs> I know that I was trouble. And, yep. Yeah, I'm not no good. I know that I was trouble. And, 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 and it would. All right, I think that's the wrong song. I don't actually know. Back to Do one that you know. Do one that you know. Uh, Cars by Gary Newman. Here in my car. In cars. In cars. Do, do. Do 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 do. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> That's the synth part. <laughs> Here in my car, I feel safest of all. I can lock all my doors and then down into the in cars. In cars. I don't know that song that well either. All right, cool. Do Let's... one more that you know really well that you haven't said before i don't know you know so many songs yeah but you don't know most of them no but like pop songs do pop by insane no not that one not that one why not because you already asked me to do that one off later i mean previously so uh sing jamie liddell's multiply I'm so tired of repeating myself, getting myself up, gotta take a trip and multiply. I'm so tired of repeating myself, and myself up, gotta take a trip and multiply. <laughs> so tired, so tired, so tired, so tired, so tired, so tired, so tired. So tired. Do you not know the verses uh, of any of these uh, songs? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Uh, that's amazing. And this concludes Sarah's song segment. Sarah sings a song sexily segment. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I think we should save surrealist story seti uh-huh. for another time. Okay. Because we're, we're about at an hour. What else do we have on there? Foreign languages and the most offensive thing you'll hear today. Ooh, those are both good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I feel like surrealist story time. We should just spend a while telling a surrealist story. We we'll should. Un- we could do a quick that. one. We could do it in two minutes. We'll just go back and forth. All right. The, why did we move to Seattle? I was sitting on the river and the largest hedgehog in the world was on a log looked me in the eye and said, Sarah Perry, Sarah Perry, go to Seattle. <laughs> what is this, Jamaican <laughs> Scotsman? Keep going, now it's your turn. <laughs> and upon this log, in the magical woods, just outside Eugene, Oregon, sprinkled with fairy dust and the semen of the cloud gods, this hedgehog bade us to go to Seattle 
and to spread the magical semen of cloud gods all along the I-5 corridor, straight up through southern Washington, and all the way to Puget Sound. And thus, the, 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 the cloud god semen would, would then vaporize up into the clouds of Seattle, creating a new and flourishing cloud god community. Because that's how cloud gods impregnate clouds. So the cloud semen I wore around my neck is almost spent. It's time to head back down and collect more cloud semen from the large hedgehog on the log, whose name is Gary. <laughs> Gary Hedgehog, the god of all hedgehogs. He's, he knows the cloud semen god. Very well. He knows him on a first name basis. The cloud semen's god is John. <laughs> John the cloud god, semen sprayer extraordinaire. Cloud semen is everywhere now, up here in the, in the Seattle zone. It is. Look for down, it. Raining down, snowing down sometimes upon us. If you have collecting. a lick of cloud semen, it cures all ailments except IBS. Are you Indian now? <laughs> <laughs> Why do all of your accents end up like just vaguely Indian? I don't, I'm not doing it, an accent. <laughs> I'm doing proper English. <laughs> you know, you might be right. Maybe that is proper English. But it sounds like... An Indian man. <laughs> Alright, well, cool. There we go. Alright, well, I guess continued. that's it. Man, I had a good... S we'll keep going, then. No, I'm done now. I'm done. You focused on my accent, but I had a good little bit at the end You should of finish it. No, I don't remember it. don't even remember what I said. Alright. Alright. So... That was that was a sad preview. <laughs> it was a sad preview of surrealist story time. We could just cut it out. No, we All should. Right. I mean, with the, there's that whole the silver can thing and the large hedgehog and the cloud semen. Well, that would have taken way more. Mm-hmm. All right, so on to the next last two segments. The next segment, courtesy of Google Translate. Oh yeah, this is the best. What do you want me to translate? We'll, we'll translate it into Hawaiian. Um, suck the farts out of my anus. Suck the farts out of my anus. <clears throat> well, if I say butt, then I think that's better. There we go. Cool. You should play it. I can't play the Hawaiian one. Oh, no one has recorded it. We really all right. So say say it. Let me say it. It's gonna take a couple times. Ho'omai i na ki my loko aku o kuuki. Ho'omai ho'omai. There we go. Ho'omai i na ki my loko aku o kuuki. I'm sure I'm fucking this up. Probably better, I'm probably doing it better than a lot of other white people because I grew up in Hawaii. But, but now, dear listeners, you can go to Hawaii and get the shit kicked out of you by any number of local individuals by telling them to suck the farts out of your butt. 
Let me say that again slowly. Ho'oma'i i na ki mai loko aku o ku'u ki. Suck the farts out of my butt. <laughs> All right, now you pick one. Okay. And do one that it has the thing because it's funny to hear the computer say these words. Okay, I'm going to do Japanese. Japanese. And we'll say... May you get fucked by a blind bear. I'm gonna turn that up. You should. Nice. Anata wa momoku no <laughs> Pretty good. First yeah, time. It's not bad. One more time. May you get fucked by a blind bear. Um, Wanna do another one? Yeah. Do, uh, I will kick the top off of your skull and shit in your living brain. In what language? I don't even care. I bet French would sound cool. Oh, yeah. Shit in your living brain. Oh, I spelled living wrong. How? I, I don't have autocorrect. <laughs> I will kick off the top of your skull and shit in your living brain. Let's see. I'll change it to French. Here we go. Je vais lancer le sommet de votre crâne et de la merde dans votre cerveau vivant. <laughs> I will kick off the I'll kick off your skull and shit in your living brain. Je vais lancer le sommet de votre crâne et de la merde dans votre cerveau vivant. Sounds good. Je vais lancer le sommet de votre crâne et de la merde dans votre cerveau vivant. We should do one. Sounds so classy. Let's do one that's a uh... That's fast. I mean, that's, uh, that they can remember. We'll say, I'll just say, <clears throat> I'll pop your testicles. I'll, or I, pop your, or burst. Doesn't matter. Same thing. I'll pop your testicles. I'll play it. Je veux faire éclater tes testicules. Je veux faire éclater tes testicules. Je veux faire éclater tes testicules. Éclater tes testicules. Je veux faire éclater tes testicules. She sounds like she's saying it with a smile. It does, yeah. Let's do a short one. Fuck me silly. We'll say that one. Oh yeah. That one That one's good. super easy. Bez moi idiot. Bez moi idiot. Bez moi idiot. Bez moi idiot. Idiot. Bez moi idiot. Fuck me silly. Oh wait, no. Do it I in said... a different language. And a different one? Yeah. Okay. What was the one where silly was Bobo? I liked that. I 
think that was Portuguese. Oh, yeah. Let's try that one. Foda me bobo. Foda me bobo. So, if you go to Brazil, and does Argentina, do they speak Spanish or? Well, Brazil or Portugal. Foda me bobo. Foda me bobo. Fuck me silly. <laughs> well, foda me bobo. Foda me bobo. <laughs> That's the best one. That's how, and that concludes. Foreign languages for you. Yeah, now you know many important phrases in different languages. <laughs> You're welcome. And our last segment today will be the most offensive thing that you hear today. I know we set the bar pretty high with a lot of the stuff that we've said, but... Foda me, Bobo. This is going to be tough. <laughs> I'm I think just re- going to use that as an expression from now Foda on. Foda me, Bobo. <laughs> Why do you sound like Mario? Maybe Fold I. Fold me bobo. <laughs> well, that didn't sound like Mario. Fold me, me bobo. Fold me bobo. <laughs> what? You sound like an elephant. That's how I imagine an elephant would say. You don't know what an elephant it. sounds like when it speaks. You sound like a Horton hears a who. Fold me bobo. <laughs> <laughs> it's that you drop down on bobo. <laughs> Fold on me, Bobo. You <laughs> sound Indian again. I was going for Yoda. <laughs> fold on me, Bobo. Wouldn't it be Boba me photo? I don't think it works in that, though. Oh. Well, but it... He says everything backwards. Bobo me photo. Silly, you <laughs> fucked me. <laughs> okay, so wait, what are we going to do for the most offensive thing you've heard? Oh, yeah, because we are, we have to be so politically correct these days. This is just like a segment to get it all out. And yeah, we know that it's offensive. We know that you're probably not going to be happy with what we say, but. I don't give a fuck. Hopefully you think it's funny. (laughs) Nope. Okay. Shit, cunt in the face of the. Black man. <laughs> White people suck all of Trump's dicks. Of which he has many. And they're tiny. Many they have tiny mouths. Nipple-sized penises growing all over his inner thighs. Dripping with pus-filled cunt bubbles weeping for dead slave babies which are rubbed all over his bleeding dick nipples just jizzing out white guilt (laughs) (laughs) white guilt pondy rhythm white guilt pondy rhythm (laughs) don't select that I don't give a fuck about you, America. I don't give a fuck about anything. Fuck everything. It's fucking stupid. And that's not too offensive. People say that a lot, don't they? (laughs) Uncle Sam is a pustule, pocked, rapist, werewolf made of rotting pig parts oozing fucking vitriolic 
aids into the ghettos of America, skull-raping to death the poor that were drawn here by the lie of the Statue of Liberty to be used as the foundation of skyscrapers built as monuments to corporate fuck pigs. Oh, I bet Trump has sex with, uh... His own daughter. A transvestite dressed as... Not a transvestite, no, a trans person. Forced to dress as his daughter. Probably so. With, like, while wearing a Statue of Liberty crown. Yeah, his whole... Yeah, well... And I bet Hillary puts on a strap-on... And ass fucks all kinds of fucking... Slave boys. Slave, yeah. Over 18, of course. No, definitely under 18. (laughs) She fucks Slavic, human-trafficked slave boys to death with a herpes-covered syphilitic dildo made of rotten fecal matter. What does a, a Slavic accent sound like? I don't know, just Eastern European. I think, oh! like, Russian. <laughs> Is that it? Oh! Boromi Bobo! <laughs> Is that not it? I think we probably nailed the most offensive thing I got here today. <laughs> Thanks to you, I was wildly unprepared. That was all off the top of the dome. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that concludes our the newest episode of... The Human Person Podcast. Hope y'all out there like the new format, and if not, well, you know. There's <laughs> only a few you. of you, so yeah. it's cool. <laughs> oh, episode title, Photo Me Bobo. Oh, definitely, Photo <laughs> Me Bobo. <laughs> All right, well, we should just say that as our exit yeah. thing. Ready? All right, thank you. Photo, Photo Me, me Bobo! Bobo! <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> This is way more fun this way. Mm-hmm.